a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our anchor partners. You can become a member through these three major channels. Visit at at underscore events on Instagram. Select view shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events missions on Facebook. Select shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events dot life. Choose donate or sponsor an episode. When you sponsor an episode, we will give you a shout out. And when you also donate, we will also give you a shout out and send our prayers to you. It is very important that we all contribute whatever we can to the spread of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father Lord, I bless you today for all the great things that you have brought us into, for your love, for the manifestation of your power, for frustrating every works of darkness. Holy Spirit of God, be thy exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. We honor you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Make this declaration with me. Say, I demand my right. I demand sound health. I demand promotion by the blood of Jesus. I release the power of the blood of Jesus to break every power of the wicked that has curtailed my destiny. In the mighty name of Jesus. Anyone obstructing my movement, Lord, I pray that you will register them for your judgment. In the mighty name of Jesus. I demand the growth of my new spare parts that my body needs. By the blood of Jesus, for aiding my healing and to speed up my healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh Lord, let the covenant of the blood of Jesus bring me to a place of rest in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Anyone who have said over his or a dead body that I will fulfill my destiny, Lord, answer their prayer. Answer their prayer by getting rid of them for me and bring me into a place of fulfillment. All dark powers that has cost me that I will not sit on the chair of greatness, I break that curse in the mighty name of Jesus. O Lord, let the covenant of the blood of Jesus change my destiny for the best in the precious name of Jesus. Lastly, say today, my battle stops. Today, the Lord will put an end to all my battles. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Good morning, beloved. Welcome to Claim the Day Devotional. We thank God for how far He has brought us and how far He's been leading us. His word is faithful. Open your Bible with me to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 2. We have been looking through the book of Ecclesiastes for the past two days now and we have been talking about the vanity of life 
it is very important for us to understand that wisdom cannot be gotten alone sometimes you read books you listen to others get their opinion get their advice get to extract wisdom from their saying one of the reasons why we are looking through the Jonas of King Solomon there's a popular song in my country follow no road so if you want to succeed in life just as Solomon succeeded not succeeding in having multiple women but in terms of amassing world power in terms of his wisdom attracting the attention of important people in terms of him being the world leader as at the time he was king we can surely use his wisdom to live our life in order to maximize whatever it is that the Lord want to do in our life Solomon was the greatest king and is still the greatest king no one has been able to beat his record to date the level of his riches is unprecedented and this was a man who solely depended on God he depended only on God he did not do any ritual he did not do any juju because we live in a world where people now believe that in order for you to be able to succeed in whatever it is you want to do you must engage with the devil Solomon did not engage with the devil Solomon fulfilled the promise of God in his life he was an epitome of glory and it was a proof that God is still in the business of raising people from ashes someone who was barely qualified to be even any chief in the palace rose up to the level of becoming a king the greatest king of all and this man has penned down some things in his journals trying to open our eyes to see what we can learn from his own experiences how he pursued some things that he pursued yesterday we spoke about him pursuing pleasure and his conclusion towards pleasure is that at the end of the day it is still vanity upon vanity because pleasure you pursue cannot bring you satisfaction i know someone personally who bought 4.5 million naira bed and that is if i calculate it in dollars it's a lot of money it's a lot of money but we're talking about 4.5 million naira bed you bought 4.5 million naira bed and i don't know what the bed will be doing for him so i asked him so this bed you bought when you sleep on it will you get to heaven and come back to earth will you get to heaven and come back to earth he said no it's just a nice bed when you sleep you can set it to be massaging you you 
can you can be checking your vitals you can do this you can do that so wow so and with the bed checking your vitals stop you from having head issue so to some extent it's going to prevent some cardio issue and all that so okay but do you know that that bed could not prevent demons from coming to oppress him in the night he got to a point that he had to abandon his room he had to abandon that bed because he he could not sleep powers are coming to press him in the night he had his own problem that he was dealing with the spiritual problem every one of us will have our spiritual problem that we are dealing with but the fact is that physical things cannot prevent demons or attack from coming to us so there is nothing in this world that can bring us the enormous satisfaction that we are looking for except by staying in the presence of God let's read from verse 12 Ecclesiastes chapter 2 from verse 12 then I turned my thoughts to consider wisdom after Solomon tried pleasure which we read yesterday he turned his mind away from pleasure because he had discovered that pleasure is nothing you see when you don't have money when you don't have money to feed, when you don't have money to take care of yourself, that is when you begin to think, oh, God, I wish I have money. I would have done this. If I have money, I would definitely be happy. If I have money, money will make me happy. I can buy anything I want. I can shop anywhere I like. It is only those who have money, those who have the money in abundance, that can tell you that Money is nothing. Money is not something you should be dreaming of having. Yes, it is good to have it because it helps us to fulfill our need. Having money is not an achievement. Having money is a necessity. It is necessary for all of us to have money in order to be able to fulfill our aspirations, to be able to take care of your family, to be able to take care of your your needs, that is what money is all about taking care of your needs you can buy influence you can buy recognition you can do a lot of things with money but money does not bring happiness money does bring some level of affluence it brings some level of power to you but it is only those who have money that can tell you that the happiness they are looking for was not in the money they have we have a lot of rich people who strip themselves. They don't want to even dress nice. They just want to be simple. After tasting all the wealth, they've traveled the whole world and it is nothing. It is good to be able to travel anywhere you want to go. Go on holiday, go on vacation, take your family out on a vacation. You'll be happy as long as there is money. Some people will be happy. But when you speak to a rich man, extremely rich person they will tell you that money does not bring happiness though money can bring you some level of some peace of mind because no landlord is chasing you up and down nobody no uh, electrical provider is chasing you up and down for light bills nobody is chasing you for any bills your bills are settled before they even come that gives you some level of peace of mind but money does not bring happiness Solomon proved that to us and a lot of rich people here that we, have, we can see 
proved it to us that money does not buy you all the peace and all the happiness that you need in the world. So then Solomon switched to seeking more wisdom. He said, then I turned my thoughts to consider wisdom and also madness and folly. So Solomon was on a journey of discovery. He was trying to discover himself. He was trying to find happiness. So he put wisdom on the table. He put madness on the table. And he put foolishness on the table. And he told himself, I am going to explore these three things. Wisdom, God already gave it to me. Because it is only those who have wisdom that can descend to the level of madness and descend to the level of foolishness and still descend and, and still ascend back to their wisdom. If you don't have wisdom, you move from folly to folly. And you think that everything you are doing is right. What more can the king's successor do than what has already been done? So Solomon was also concerned about who succeeds him. You see, when we go to the book of Proverbs, that was Solomon's advice to his son, his first son. Say, my son, do this. My son, do that. Did his son did what he advised him? When Solomon died, the first thing Rehoboam did was to rebel against his father's style. And that destroyed the kingdom. And the kingdom went to Jeroboam, who later gave the kingdom to idolatry. Everything that Solomon advised his son was in the book of Proverbs. All those things in the book of Proverbs were personal advice of Solomon to his own son. But the boy did not listen. He chose his own path. He was then killed and he was dethroned and then killed because he refused to listen to the advice of his father. Solomon tried all these things and he realized that I saw that wisdom is better than folly. After putting wisdom on the table, putting madness on the table, and putting foolishness on the table. What is wisdom? Wisdom is the ability to reason, to behave in a well-reasoned manner. That is the simple definition of wisdom. You want to understand wisdom deeply. Wisdom is being able to articulate things the right way. Wisdom is being able to react the way you're supposed to react. You are not reacting based on your emotions. You, you, you slow down. When somebody offends you, you slow down a bit. Then you reason well before you bring out your reaction. And when you are behaving like that, people will call you foolish because they expect you to be hot, 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 hot. Solomon put wisdom on the table and he put madness on the table. Madness. What is madness? Madness is doing things to the extreme. Doing things to the extreme. Extremism. That is madness. Anything you do to the extreme is madness. When you get angry and you cannot control your anger, it's madness. When you, when you get jealous and you get envious, and you cannot control your envy and you begin to not think evil you start thinking of harming the person something is wrong something is wrong the person have is 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 madness anything you do to the extreme extremism is madness and foolishness foolishness is 
think average. So we are looking at wisdom being moderate, madness being extreme, and foolishness being low. Low IQ, lack of reasoning. He does things without thinking. And he keep making the same mistake, keep getting the same result, keep doing the same thing, keep, keep getting beaten up, run into another abusive relationship, come out of an abusive relationship, run into another abusive relationship. He just, like, the person just loved to be tormented. So we're talking of from low to the moderate and to the extreme. So when you see mad people on the street, those ones, they are talking about what they have in the past. And they are talking about this. Some you see them speaking serious English. They are very, very brilliant, but they are mad. So we're not talking about the madness in the street, but we're talking about the madness in the sense of madness, which is extremism. You are being extreme in whatever it is you do. When you want to react to issue, you react in a very, you overreact. You become very dramatic. Something that is so small that you can even ignore. You ignore, you talk about your your grievances to the person who offended you and you, you, you move on from it. But extremism takes it beyond talk you talk about it the person has sought your forgiveness and you told the person you forgive the person but you you still stretch the matter and you keep going solomon put all these things on the table and in his finding he realized that wisdom is better than foolishness one wisdom is better than foolishness just as light is better than darkness so to king solomon and wife the he said the wise have eyes in their heads meaning the eyes of the wise is in their head the eyes of the of the wise is not in their heart it's not in their emotion it's not in their in their in their way way of living the eyes of the wise is in their mind is in their head Meaning everything that goes on in their life, everything people say to them, everything people do to them, they analyze it, they spend time to reason well because they use their head. They reason well before they react to issue. They reason well before they they, they, they cause commotion. And when you have that lifestyle of reasoning well before you do things, you will have less problem in life. You have less problem in life. So, Solomon put that one aside and he saw that, yes, wisdom is better. But as a matter of fact, wisdom is just as good as light over darkness. Wisdom is just as good as light over darkness. Though it is good for us to be wise, but while the fool walks in the darkness, see, the wise have eyes in their heads, while the fools, while the fools walks in darkness. But I came to realize this what solomon says further but i came to realize that the same fate overtakes them both that is what makes wisdom vanity to king solomon 
Then I said to myself, the fate of the fool will overtake me also. <laughs> Jesus. What then do I gain by being wise? What do I gain by being wise? I said to myself, this too is meaningless. For the wise, like the fool, will not be long remembered. The days have already come when both have been forgotten. Like the fool, the wise too must die. Inasmuch as wisdom have benefit, it has physical benefit for you. It can put you in a place of power. It can put you in a place of excellence. Going to school, acquiring knowledge is not wisdom. There are a lot of people who went to school, who had knowledge, who had PhD, who were professors, but they can still not be able to manage their life. Some of them soak themselves in drunkenness, they soak themselves in drugs to numb their pain, to deal with their problem. The knowledge they acquire about life could not help them. Have you noticed that most brilliant people makes the worst mistakes? Most brilliant people make the worst mistakes in their life. That's to show us that yes, wisdom is good, being wise is good, being not extreme is good, being above average is good, but what King Solomon is trying to say is that that wisdom without God is meaningless. That wisdom without God in it is meaningless. That beauty without serving God is meaningless because while we are here on earth, what we see is the only thing we gain. What we experience is the only thing we gain. As long as we are alive, the only thing we eat is our gain. The thing we eat is our gain. The clothes we wear is our gain. The physical achievement we receive, the recognition we receive from people, the claps we receive, the awards, the money, the property, everything we acquire, those are our temporary gain. As soon as you die and you leave this place, they are no longer yours. All the property you are doing, you are buying, edit everything you are doing. You are not even doing it for yourself. You are actually buying it for the people that is coming after you. You are doing it for your children. The education we are giving our children, we are doing it for them so that they can have a better life than, than we had. Though it's a good thing, it's a good thing that a man is wise and is taking care of his home. A man is wise. A woman is wise. He's supporting a husband, taking care of her children. A family is wise. They stay together. They move together. They do things together. There is peace in the family. It's a good thing that a child is wise and they are doing the right thing. They are raising, they are thinking the right way. It's a good thing that there is peace in our life. But all these things hence here. All the things end here. When we leave this place, whatever we achieve does not go with us. 
all your awards, all the expensive clothes you bought will not go anywhere with you. As a matter of fact, immediately somebody dies, all his expensive apparels, all his jewelries, all his uh, exotic cars will be distributed among the family. If he managed to write a will, the, everything that he has goes to his children and his wife and his family are, are, in whatever way he, he arranges his will. If he did not have a will, the family shares whatever he has labored for. Even people that does not know how he got his money, people who hated him while he was alive, they will come and take his property away from his family. If a man marries a woman, have children, he did not write his will, people who do not even know him will inherit his property. I heard a story of a man who secretly bought some land not far from my area, about 50 acres of land. And suddenly, two years, three years, they, they cannot see him again. And he didn't tell anybody. He did not disclose the location of the land to anybody. They did not know. About 10 years later, they discovered a file in his basement containing the document about the land. He was not a Ghanaian. He's a Nigerian. So, the family came down to Ghana, traced that property down to Ghana and they discovered that the chiefs have resold all those lands to people because there was nowhere to be found no project they went to court and they, 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 they lost the case because for more than 10 years no development on that land because it was dead and there was no compensation for them that is what happens. Wealth, wisdom, achievement, fame, whatever it is that we pursue in life, the wisdom, the academical achievement we are pursuing without the consciousness of God is meaningless. Because when we are no more here, the only thing that will go with us is the impact we make in the life of people and our relationship with God. You will be judged by how you react to people, how you relate with people. All the laws in the Bible, love thy, thy, the neighbor as thyself, do not steal, do not kill, do not do this, do not steal your friend's good, do not do this, don't hate, don't be bitter. God is trying to help us to build proper relationship among ourselves. Proper relationship, godly relationships among ourselves. So you've been able to build that godly relationships among your peers. It's very important because they will not forget you. It is not about dying and going away. There are times in your life that you have to even change location. You have to change location. Let's say now you are in Nigeria, you are in Congo, you are in Kenya, you are in Uganda, you are in South Africa. A time is going to come that God is going to open door for you and you are going to find yourself in a place like Canada. You are changing location. We are no longer a 
in South Africa, when you're no longer in Kenya, when you're no longer in Uganda, the people you spent your time with, what would they remember you of? That's what Solomon is saying. Solomon placed importance on our relationship with God and our relationship with people. I believe that as we continue, we will continue to learn more about what exactly Solomon had in his mind, the advice Solomon had for many of us in order to have the kind of life that God has proposed for us to have. I release you into your blessing today. I release you into your favor today. And I pray that everything you lay your hand upon today will prosper. I bless you with the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of Isaac, and with the blessing of Israel. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. God bless you. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our anchor partners. You can become a member through these three major channels. Visit at at underscore events on Instagram. Select view shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events missions on Facebook. Select shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events life. Choose donate or sponsor an episode. When you sponsor an episode, we will give you a shout out. And when you also donate, we will also give you a shout out and send our prayers to you. It is very important that we all contribute whatever we can to the spread of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to today's message. Please share with your family and friends. Follow me on Instagram at at underscore events. I'm also on TikTok at at underscore events. I'm on YouTube at 80 Evans Missions. See you in the next episode.